You're listening to The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. In every episode, we will discuss the topics and trends, the issues and ideas, the challenges and opportunities facing senior business leaders today. This series is one more way we want to engage with our network of industry executives. Thanks for joining us. Hello again, everyone. You're listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm head of content and research. My guest today is João Paulo Matos. He's with uh, Thermo Fisher Scientific. We're going to have a conversation about some of the industry trends the biopharmaceutical manufacturing space is facing. I think this is going to be a great conversation. Uh, João Paulo, thank you so much for your time today. Well, thank you, Jeff. Uh, you've been having a lot of conversations on site with biopharmaceutical manufacturers uh, in technical operations. What are some of the issues and trends they're coming to you with? Uh, well, I um, I hear a lot of uh, concerns for, uh, from customers that they want to make sure to have reliable manufacturing, um, you know, product delivered on time uh, and obviously with high quality and clear transparency and communication with their with their uh, CMOs, the contract manufacturers. Um, I also see a, a lot of people interested in uh, acceleration. Uh, because we have a lot of products that are moving to accelerated approval pathways, uh, fast tra- fast track de- designations, um, and yeah, I see a lot of uh, folks in our industry interested on on how to streamline and our our CMC strategies and um, and our manufacturing efficiencies. I mean, it's a it's a big project. That's actually two or three things that you know could all be great conversations. Uh, is there sort of a, a common piece of advice you have for people who are facing those challenges? Um, I would say to take the time to focus on what's important and and don't rush on things that, uh, especially when you want to accelerate your your product to market, don't lo- don't rush on things that don't bring you value in the long run. So, for instance, uh, if you have a product going to market that is going to be uh, your filing is going to be dependent on on stability data coming back, for instance, there's Perhaps little value for you to be accelerating your process characterization. In some cases, I've seen foregoing it entirely, because um, that brings risk to your to your process, to your validation campaign. That ultimately can come back to uh, come back to haunt you, uh, and you have to repeat uh, a lot of work and do a lot of rework. So, if you're going to accelerate, understand the full picture of your CMC strategy and focus on what uh, matters to accelerate. Now. I try to put myself in the position of one of these executives who, you know, they've got a, a product that they believe in and they're trying to scale up and accelerate and, and do it in a reliable fashion. I have to think they're looking at some of the the tools and options out there, and it can be a little intimidating. I mean, there's a lot of pros and cons. What should they be keeping in mind when they're when they're deciding what tool or service or solution to invest in to help them get where they want to go? Uh, I would say they have to work with the end in mind. Um, and try to develop processes that will be successful commercially, um, and that uh, so you you get a lot of the work done up front in your process, so that you don't have, for instance, uh, excessive manual operations or uh, uh, hold times in, in your manufacturing process that are unsustainable in the long run. So you develop that early on, uh, understand that early on. Uh, also. Understand the scale that you're likely to face, and understand and and try to keep your your options as flexible as you can. So, if you're projecting out optimistic demand, uh, know that it's it's 
obviously it's likely to change. Uh, and so try to try to maintain flexibility in how you scale and particularly using single use technology, try to scale out in a more linear fashion as opposed to jumping from a uh, 2000 liter scale to like a now, you mentioned single-use technology, and this is a thing that I'm hearing more and more in my conversations. Can you expand upon what exactly you're talking about when, when you mentioned it? Uh, sure. So um, using what we what we can offer at, at Thermal Fisher, for example, is our, our DynaDrive uh, system where we have uh, uh, scales ranging from 50 liters to 5,000 liters. Uh, so in the, in the example I mentioned about scaling more linearly, uh, instead of going straight from a 2000 liter to a 15,000 liter, you could use 5,000 liter production bioreactors and scale out, uh, go jump from 2000 to 5,000. And then as your, as your demand, uh, changes, scale up to 10,000 by adding another bioreactor and then finally to 15,000, it should be required. So that allows you flexibility, um, uh, and, and scale, uh, so that you're not so you're scaling at the right time. Um, and additionally, what the DynaDrive provides is some of the operational uh, efficiencies where you, given it's due to its um, high turndown ratio, you can actually reduce the number of seed steps in your process. And, and that, of course, reduces risk, reduces um, the, the use of materials, labor, and so forth. So. That's that's what I mean. It provides you flexibility uh, to scale out, meet the right scale at the right time. So I love that as a specific example. I think I have these conversations a lot of the time, and, and people want to do broad strokes. That's great. Now, with that said, Thermo Fisher Scientific isn't just in the business of selling, you know, bioreactors. It's sort of a one-stop shop. How does this fit into sort of an integrated offering? Uh, you know, when people have these challenges, they're coming to you for all kinds of ideas. Can you speak to that? Uh, sure. So yeah, Thermo Fisher uh, offers services at all stages of a product lifecycle, from preclinical all the way through uh, commercialization. And the in, uh, the ability of having this integrated offering is, is of course very valuable, particularly for someone who who needs a comprehensive um, unified CMC strategy and, and looking to um, accelerate uh, programs. So if you have if you have a product that stay, starts with us, it stays with us, um, where we have process development and then move on to process characterization, innovation, manufacturing, you really are setting yourself up to, to, um, to really leverage all those, those offerings. So for example, if you, like I mentioned earlier, um, if you choose to accelerate process characterization, you, you'll be to your benefit to have and process development in the same place because then you know what risks you can take and which risks you can't take. If you want to minimize stability that you submit at your, at your filing, you know uh, how much stability data you have from your earlier runs within the official. And you know the extent of changes that may have occurred during manufacturing during your clinical period. So you have that all that knowledge in one place and, uh, and all that collaboration and, and offering in one place. I want to talk about tech transfer. And I want to talk about tech transfer because, you know, whether you're a, a multi-billion dollar company or, or a relative new company, at some point you've got a thing, it works in the lab, you're trying to figure out how to scale it up for, for commercial production. And there's just not a lot of people who do that multiple times in their career, unless they work for a company like Thermo Fisher Scientific, where, you know, it is a huge part of what you offer at the industry. Can you talk a little bit about that? 
Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Obviously, tech transfer is a, is a critical part of our uh, of our business. Uh, and so at the Thermo Fisher, we you know we prioritize having a unified and global approach to to tech transfer, where every site within our network follows the same process um, and same same procedure, uh, same templates for for things like facility fits, uh, process uh, descriptions, uh, and not only that, also follows the same business process, same stage gate meetings, ch- checklists, um, uh, lessons learned meetings, and so forth. So it was very important for us to standardize that workflow and make it as, as simple and efficient as possible um, to uh, provide a roadmap and a toolkit for for all for our teams and for and for our clients, so that every tech transfer really takes the same steps and same um, and same process of evaluation, independent of what the product is, because this the process is this. The business process of a tech transfer is the same. Uh, the technical challenges within uh, can be identified through that business process. Um, so we, yeah, so that's how we that's how we approach it with a unified uh, unified and standardized approach, uh, so that we tech transfers happen uh, when you know at the time frame in a standard time frame, and uh, when a process is transferred to a site, it's reliable and, and successful uh, in dispersed batches. Would you say that's one of the things that makes Thermo Fisher Scientific uh, a partner of choice in this space? Uh, yes, uh, certainly. Um, you know what we like to say at Thermo Fisher is, is again, start here, stay here. Uh, we we want clients to to be successful in their product lifecycle at every stage with, with us, uh, and yeah, and we provide we provide strong services at, at every uh, every stage of their of their process or product, and we have a global network to. To leverage uh, for expertise and um, and for lessons learned and continuous continuous improvement. Um, for example, I I was previously at our viral vector services division before joining the biologics division, and we still collaborate on a monthly basis with them to learn uh, best practices on tech transfer, process validation, and so forth, and, and share those best practices. Now, I appreciate within the the pharmaceutical and biopharmaceutical space. Many companies are already working with Thermo Fisher Scientific. I mean, uh, the big multi-billion-dollar players—it's tough to imagine they aren't. Uh, of course, this event and, and events like it also have a whole ecosystem of, of smaller startups, uh, little companies that are just coming into commercializing a product. For their perspective, what does getting started with Thermo Fisher look like? Like, how do you build that relationship uh, from sort of day one on into their future? Sure. Um, yeah, and we work with a number of small and medium-sized companies that that uh, benefit from the roadmap and expertise that we provide for them. Uh, so, when you get started with Thermo Fisher, you we form core teams with functional leads. Um, and if you if you're approaching commercialization, we also have a CMC lead that, that joins the that joins the team. And and yeah, we we typically start um, a meeting without. Um, you know, outlining obviously the project plan, uh, but we also share, you know, our our standard approach on how we do process development, process characterization, process validation. Walk the client through through everything, um, and of course, collaborate them collaborate with them um, on on what on what their specific needs may be and um, and whatnot. But we do have a pretty standard roadmap and expertise along the way that we we guide the, the client through um and yeah we through that core team and through um 
good collaboration and, and transparency and sharing how the project is going and what the risks are, we, we you know, we, we aim to provide a, a reliable um, and su- obviously successful experience for, for our clients. We have covered a lot of great content in this episode. I do think there are some people who might be thinking, okay, well, what should I think about further? What should I take away from what I've just heard? Uh, what are the bullet points that you want to put in front of them? Uh, sure. So I would, uh, some key takeaways I would say are, uh, you know, optimize your tech transfer workflow. Uh, make sure that that's as, as robust and streamlined and standardized as, as you can make it. Um, for as you plan out um, your commercial forecast, your CMC strategy, think about flexibility and scale. And um, and again, uh, for accelerated path, uh, pathways, think, focus on accelerating what matters, what is actually valuable on in the big picture. Um, and and finally, of course, um, Thermo Fisher is is a great place for to do all of that. We we provide standardized solutions for tech transfer. Um, we we provide integrated services for, for comprehensive CMC strategy and path to commercialization. Um, so I would would uh, encourage anyone to reach out to Thermo Fisher um, as their partner of choice. And I think that's probably going to be my next question. Uh, I appreciate Thermo Fisher Scientific does a lot of things in this space for the industry. Uh, for people who have been listening to this, who have some questions, uh, want to pick your brain, get a conversation going. What is the best way to get in touch? Uh, sure. Well, first thing to do is uh, go to thermofisher.com slash Patreon, and, uh, and we'll get back to you with the right team. I encourage everyone to check out that website. I think Thermo Fisher Scientific does so much good work in this space. There's a lot of uh, resources there, and uh, someone is going to be able to help you with whatever challenge you want to discuss. Um, João Paulo, I-, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you, Jeff. My pleasure. You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon.